Good morning. Well, it's morning for me. It's 9 o'clock in the morning on Friday, October the 30th, I believe. Could be wrong, but I think it's the 30th. Uh, Welcome back to the Damn American podcast. This is going to be kind of a double episode because I wasn't able to record earlier in the week because uh, I was waiting on some new toys. I've got microphone, podcast board, soundboard, headphones, and uh, yeah, I get, I'm, I'm excited about this. It's uh, first time recording with it, so should be good. But um, yeah, welcome back. Sorry, this this podcast is a little later than I than I wanted it to be, but we're here. We're back. We're losing money. Um, yeah, it was a tough tough weekend, but wasn't too bad. Could could have been worse. We're still kind of getting in the groove here. Um, but I've I bet on every single game. And uh, I've watched most of every single game. And, uh, you know, if I got to pay a couple units here to, to sit down and enjoy some, uh, some Premier League soccer, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to complain too much about that. And we'll see how we do at the end of the year. We're six weeks into this thing. We've got 32 more games to go for most teams. So um, we've got plenty of time to make that up. Um, as of right now, let's see, I lost... 5.73 units over the weekend on 10 games. Looks like about 22 bets, two bets of games, three bets on on uh, on a couple more. So, but yeah, five five 5.73 units down, 25.51 and two on the year. And I don't, I'm not too concerned about the record. I'm more worried about the return I can get on on some of these bets. You know, hitting some some good plus money, some draws and stuff like that. So. I'm more concerned with with uh, with the unit than the actual record, but got to start winning some games. We're going to win some money, so win some bets. So uh, hopefully that that'll turn around. But we've got a full slate starting today. Actually, we've been starting about I think it's four hours for me. One o'clock in the afternoon, we've got Wolves and Crystal Palace to play. But we'll get into that a, we'll get into that a little later. Um. Right now, I want to kind of go back through this past weekend's games. Uh, Aston Villa and Leeds started us off uh, on Friday afternoon for me, Friday night for for them. Uh, Leeds win this game 3-0 at Aston Villa. And uh, I'm not sure if it was a 3-0 game, but it was definitely a Leeds win. Leeds played, were, were the better team. Um, Patrick Bamford, who everyone was talking about, could he score in the league? He's got six goals in six games. Uh, I know this has been a pretty high-scoring season, but for a newly promoted um, center forward who people were questioning whether or not he could actually get goals in this league, just to have six and six, he scores a hat trick in this game uh, in about 20 minutes. Um, some pretty impressive goals, actually. Some His third goal was very, very well taken, and, and uh, it was impressive to watch. Disappointing for me because I was on Aston Villa, but... Um, and he, act, you know, his third goal had me push the under. So uh, he cost me some money, but he looked great. It was uh, it was impressive to watch, and it doesn't look like he's going to stop scoring anytime soon. He scored, we were able to score three in three in about twenty minutes. Um, tough to beat that. So um, yeah, Leeds win this game. They move up to I think at the time they moved up to about third. I think they're six now, but Leeds have looked good. Uh, don't expect them to stop to stop winning games anytime soon. Um, this was for Aston Villa. This was their fifth game of the season, and they they this is the first time they've dropped points. They they were four for four. 
Um, they're still up there, second or third right now. Uh, but this is the first time they've dropped points. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so they've they've had a pretty impressive start to the season, but uh, could have looked better in this game. We'll say didn't look bad. They they probably just edged the first half. Couldn't get couldn't get a uh, um, couldn't get a home goal to start start the match. But um, yeah, they struggled in the second half and and were deservedly beaten. I would say. Um, but I lose two bets there. I had three bets going. I had I had some Villa. I had the I had a draw and I had uh, under three and. Lost two of those and pushed the other. Uh, next game was West Ham and Man City. Um, West Ham won, City won. Man City struggled. I uh, the first half they were. They, this is what they've done for the entirety of the season. Really, they just come out and they try and jump on your throat in the first fifteen minutes. And um, so a couple times they've been able to score, you know, a goal or two. But uh, West Ham break and Mikel Antonio scores a pretty. Pretty solid, uh, pretty solid goal. That's kind of a a bicycle kick um, to beat Ederson to make it one nil. And and uh, I think City were a little shell shocked from then on out. Um, they changed things up in the second half. Phil Foden comes on, gets a goal, and they weren't able to find a second. So West Ham steal a point. And once again, they're unbeaten in their last four. Um, if you would have if you would have offered them eight points from from the last four games, I'm, I think they would have. Snatched your hand off. So very impressive from them. Um, Man City dominated the possession, but couldn't really create a whole lot of chances. West Ham have been really well organized. They've looked good. I'm not sure what David Moyes has been doing, but um, he's been he's got that team playing really well. Um, I just read a crazy stat about um, Manchester City is that they, when they're behind in a uh, Premier League game that in 25 years they've won they've come back to win one of those league games that's just wild to me for how how good they have been for you know, the last f- you know six seven years when they first won the league in 2013 um, and even before that they were they've been fantastic so that's really hard to believe um, <coughs> De, Bruyne, De Bruyne obviously starts on the bench again last week Um and they didn't have a shot on goal in the first half. He did come on in the second, but they weren't able to find a winner. Uh, Mikhail, Mikhail Antonio does come off this game hurt, so I think he's a question mark for tomorrow's game with Liverpool. Um, but he's a fantastic player. Hopefully, he doesn't he doesn't uh, he isn't out for too long. Um, next game was Fulham and Crystal Palace. This one was a snoozer. Not a whole lot going on here. I can't. Uh, Crystal Palace games are just boring, and 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 Fulham are not good, so it makes it tough to watch this game. But I did it. Uh, Wilfred Zaha gets a goal and an assist, uh, gets an assist early, and then put kind of puts the game away late. Um, Tom Kearney scores a scores a consolation from outside the box, and and uh, cost me money on the under. Thanks a lot for that. Appreciate it. Uh, I had a I had a unit on the draw. I figured Fulham would. Would see this as an opportunity to pick up some points, and but I do think Crystal Palace are the better team. Uh, Crystal Palace drive me crazy. I can't figure them out. They they either fold and and go away quickly, or they they uh, they score an early goal and and decide they want to defend for the whole game. So um, tough to call for tough to make a good decision with Crystal Palace, but yeah, it is what it is. 
Um, we'll figure them out at some point during the season. I'm having a tough time with Brighton too, but we'll get into that. Um, so I had I lost a unit on the draw, and I lost uh, another unit on the under after Kearney's goal makes it a three-goal game, unfortunately. Uh, Manchester United and Chelsea were next. This one was another snoozer other than a couple. You know, the weather was bad, but um, Harry Maguire, I, I don't know what he thinks defending is, but and I can't believe he wasn't punished. I th- I, he full-on chokehold on Aspilicueta and that can't, that's not a penalty and then I think he trips Pulisic in the second half and that's not a penalty and and I, I, I he's he's just I don't understand how where 80 million comes from I don't he's not he's not a top five center back in the league and um, you know it's it's frustrating to watch him because I, th- I feel like he should be a better player but he just makes dumb decisions, and in this game, he's not punished for him. I, I'm I'm shocked that VAR didn't go back and and give the penalty at least for Aspilicueta. But you know, I'm shocked, but I'm not shocked because they don't know what the hell they're doing with that. Um, Edison Cavani makes his debut and very nearly scores with his first touch. Pretty impressive. Um, got around got around his man and man and was able to uh, just kind of flick it on and and just. Just missed the goal there. Um, we had a couple late chances in this game. Rashford and Jorginho. Rashford had his saved, and Jorginho blew his over the uh, over the crossbar. Um, it was you know, a pretty pretty even game. Pretty it was a it was bad conditions, bad weather. Um, it was a looked like a heavy ball out there. It looked like the 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 pitch was a little waterlogged, so wasn't too free flowing or you know, pass happy in this game. Uh, possession was split. Uh, Manchester United had had a better of the shots, but I feel like Chelsea probably had the best chances, especially with with the uh, the penalties they, they probably should have had. Um, I had a unit on Chelsea. I thought Chelsea would, would win it, so that's that was frustrating to, to see them not get a penalty. And I had a unit on the over. I think it was two and a half. Um, might have even been three and a half. Um, but I lose both those, which was frustrating. Um, but yeah, I expected, I wasn't expecting, I didn't see the, the weather forecast. I need to start looking into that more, but, um, didn't see the weather and I figured these two teams can't defend, but they can't attack. So I figured we see some goals, but we saw the opposite. We saw absolutely, uh, you know, very, very little attacking play, which was unfortunate. I thought this would be a good game. Um, next game of Saturday afternoon, afternoon for me anyway, uh, Liverpool two, Sheffield one. Uh, Sheffield take the lead early through a very interesting um, VAR decision. Um, Fabinho gets penalized for uh, a foul, quote unquote foul. It looked like he got the ball to me. Um, that was, I'm not sure who, what Sheffield player it was, but he had half his half his foot on the line of the penalty box and half foot off of it. And VAR just because. Uh, the referee gives a foul. VAR decides he's in the box. It's a penalty. Um, Sanderberger puts it away to give Sheffield the lead. Um, one nil about fif- about fifteen minutes in, and VAR. I just I don't the 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 consistency is out of control. There's just there's no rhyme or reason to what decision they're going to make. They. It, it's just, it's driving me crazy. It's making it unwatchable. It's making me, it's it's making me 
more frustrated than I ever have been watching um, a sporting event. Um, it's just, it seems arbitrary. It seems um, like the referee decides, you know, based on what side of the bed he woke up on that morning. It's, um, it's really frustrating to not get any clarification, to not get any consistency. And uh, you really don't, you really don't know which way it's going to go. You feel like um, you, you look at um, the, the offside ruling against Sadio Mane last weekend, or was that two weekends ago? I'm not sure. Um, but you just, you look at that and you, you don't, you have no clue what they're going to give. And that's the frustrating part is that you, ha- you, if you can, if you look at a ruling like that, right down the line in the situation and you can't make a decision, you have to go with what's on what, what the referee called. Cause I want, I want the 25 people on the pitch um, to decide what's going on in the game. I don't, I don't want some, somebody up in a booth somewhere with, without any context of the game, deciding, you know, deciding huge decisions like that. I want, I want the referees to, to um, make their own decisions and come to their own conclusions and to, to see games change based on a decision made by somebody that you can't see, you don't, you don't know their thinking. You can't, you can't understand what's going on. It's frustrating and you can't celebrate goals anymore. There's just no reason to do it because who knows whether or not, you know, 30 passes ago, some guy, somebody's toe was offside and then, you know, you look like an idiot for, for celebrating and it's frustrating. It's, it's, uh, it's not what we watch the game for. I, I don't mind referees getting things wrong because these guys are incredible athletes and they're moving incredibly quickly. And, um, to get those decisions perfectly right is really difficult, but I want the referees to make those decisions. I want to be able to, um, to have those guys, you know, within the context of the game, you know, be able to make a subjective call, you know, based on what they're looking at and not based on whether or not this is perfectly, you know, onside or, you know, the, the, the millimeters of, of it's, it's, it doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense. It makes the game less watchable. It makes, it makes the game more mechanical and less, artistic and it's supposed to be the beautiful game and it's just not with this with VAR it's it's VAR having to decide pretty much every big moment of the game and that's not what that's not what the game's about I think the the offside rule especially offside rule the offside rule needs to change to to make it more subjective so that the referee an assistant referee can say you know um it didn't look funky to me, so I let it go. It didn't look weird. It, I've we've we've watched enough of this game to know what looks weird, and a, and, a, and if you get to that level of, as a referee, as an assistant referee, I would expect that you know what's going on, that you are able to tell. Yeah, that looked weird. You know that we can't have that in the game, and I think the I think those guys should be able to make that decision, and. You know, if he gets some wrong here or there, that's fine. If he, you know, I, I think he'll get, I think those guys will get more right than not. But even, even if VAR is getting them right, it still doesn't feel, you know, like it's in the spirit of the game. It doesn't feel like 
you know, it doesn't, it's not satisfying. It doesn't, it, it doesn't do anything for the game, in my opinion, to, to get those minuscule millimeter, you know, toe offside decisions technically correct, but was Manny offside? No, he wasn't. If you can't, if you, if you look at a situation and you can't tell right away whether or not he's offside, then let it go. Let him, let, let the play go. Cause we want to see goals. That's the whole, the whole point of the game is to see goals. We want to see that. And now we've got guys up there in the booth just looking for a reason to not give a goal, looking for a reason to to take away something that these players, you know, work hours and hours in order to to be the best and and to achieve. And it's 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 frustrating to watch um, you know, the that purple VAR. Purple's become my my least favorite color. It just brings up horrible memories and and um it's frustrating to watch, but we'll move on. Uh, Firmino gets a tap in here. I forgot what even game what game we're talking about. Um, Firmino gets a tap in late in the, late in the first half. Um, it's a rare goal at him uh, for him at Anfield, and then uh, Diogo Jota gets the winner late after an offside goal from Mo Salah. Um, Liverpool sh- win win this game, and they were the better team. And um, Sheffield had a you know, a bunch of a bunch of shots, but only a couple on target. Liverpool were the better team and, and deserved to win the game, and I'm glad they did because it would have cost me four and a half units if they didn't. Um, I also hit the under, which was good, the under the under of, uh, of three and a half. Um, so happy about that. Won a couple units on that. Uh, the next game, Southampton and Everton. I just had a good feeling about this. I had a good th- feeling about Southampton. They played really well recently, and – um, I, I think they they deserve to win a game like this, you know, with with how they played against Chelsea and and um, and Everton struggled. I felt like they should have lost the game uh, to Liverpool, and it ju- it felt like it felt like a Southampton win um, when I woke up, and uh, so I put a unit on Southampton a plus one eighty was able to hit that one, and then I hit the under as well under three, which was good. So I've um, so I won you know almost three units on that game alone, and so that was that was a fun game to watch. I'm glad I got. Got up to watch that one. Um, James Ward-Prowse and Shea Adams get the goals for Southampton in the first half, and uh, this one was pretty much over from there. Everton didn't really do a whole lot of attacking. Um, Luca Dina gets a red card in the 72nd minute, I believe. Um, didn't seem like a red card at the time. I would imagine um, you know, the appeal will will rule in Everton's favor. Uh, it just looked like kind of a, um, you know, Dina was running, running along um, behind somebody and, and just stepped on his heel and, and, um, and, uh, the referee saw it as a pretty bad tackle and I didn't think it was that bad, but hopefully he'll be able to come back. So they've got Richarlison out as well for his tackle on Tiago and now, uh, Luca Dina, uh, looking at a three match ban. Um, but Southampton were the better team. They had more possession. They had more shots, more shots on target. They deserved to win the game. And, and I think it was I think it was a, a long time coming for them to 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 get three points against a good team because they've they've had some tough games this year and um, good to see them good to see them winning. I think I think they're a better team than what their position says. Um, next game was Wolves and Newcastle. Um, this was this was a fun game to watch um, just because I had money on Newcastle and. Uh, watched 80 minutes and Raul Jimenez scores and drives me crazy and and um, and then Jacob Murphy who played really really well the whole game um, gets a free kick and uh, equalizes in the 89th 
Um, so I hit that. I hit Newcastle plus plus uh, plus a half goal. So I was, so I won that one. Um, missed the over. Only had two goals. It was over two and a half. And then Jacob Murphy also hits my uh, you know both teams to score plus one hundred five. So I uh, won some money on that game. Uh, went two and one, which is exactly what you're looking for. Um, Wolves were the better team. They didn't create a whole lot of chances. They had most of the possession, 63% of the possession. Um, only had three shots on target. Newcastle had two. Well, yeah, I, Wolves are the better team. Um, we'll see how they do today, but uh, Wolves, you know, definitely the better team there. Um, Arsenal and Leicester. Here's another another case of, uh, quote-unquote, the better team losing. Um, I think this is what Leicester – this is what Leicester – uh, wanted how the, they wanted how the game the, this is how they wanted the game to go. They, I think they they played for Arsenal have all possession and then try and steal it at the end bring Jamie Vardy on which is what they did they win the game one nil um, with a late goal with a late counterattacking goal. Um, this is the textbook smash and grab. This is you know you you sit back you soak up pressure you don't think these guys can can break you down and and you're able to break with with uh, probably the best counterattacking forward uh, in the league, I would say, with Jamie Vardy. He gets the winner after coming on about 20 minutes before. Um, uh, Changi's under gets the assist, his first goal involvement uh, for for Leicester uh, after he signed on loan this past uh, a couple months ago. Uh, this is Leicester's first win at Arsenal for, the fr- uh, for 47 years, which is pretty impressive for them. Uh, Lacazette had a goal... Uh, ruled ruled out for offside in the first half. Uh, should have scored uh, from a tyranny cross a little later on the, from that. Um, but his his finishing has has struggled uh, this season as well as Aubameyang. I think Aubameyang only has two only has one goal um, so far in the league, um, which is surprising for for how many goals have been scored. But Arsenal have struggled to score. They've they've looked good. They've played good. They've played well. Um, uh, they do get 56% of the possession. I expected that to be a little higher um, because Leicester were, were sitting back for a majority of the game. Um, but Arsenal have been playing better, I, better than they have been the last couple of years, better than they did again, uh, you know, under, um, oh, what, I can't remember, Unai Emery, that's his name. Um, but I think Mikel Arteta's got them moving in the right direction. I think I think they're more organized, they're better defensively, even with, you know, back line that I don't think is very good. Uh, Tierney's a good player. Um, Bayerine is inconsistent. Uh, Gabrielle's young, um, but uh, the, w- the I think they're I think they're defending well in general. I think I think this game could have been uglier uh, in more recent years, but um, Arsenal Arsenal look they'll look fine. They'll they'll be they'll be okay. Um, this is just a it's a uh, a smash and grab from Leicester, and and they deserved it. I think they did. They deserve to win the game. Uh, they create the best chance. They score the goal, and they deserve to win. Um, what did I have? I had I had uh, I had a unit on Arsenal, so I lost that one, and then I had a unit on the under, so I won it back. Um, pretty even with that game. Uh, I actually think I won just a smidge. I think I won a little bit on that game, just because the the under was plus the under two and a half was plus one hundred six. So I so I made a little money on that. Um, Brighton and West Brom is next. Brighton drive me absolutely up a wall i i can't i don't understand what they're doing i they are they look so good from box to box and they just fall apart at i i am not a neil mope fan i think he 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 should not be anywhere near this team he just doesn't fit with them he's a bull in a china shop and this is and brighton are a 
are a very finesse um, team. They've, they're very, very quick, not very strong, and then you throw Neil Mope up top, and it just doesn't. I just doesn't feel right. Doesn't doesn't work for me. Um, Brighton score, but they don't because West Brom score on themselves. Um, Lamptey puts in a good cross, and and West Brom put it on themselves, and and um, uh, Mope has a chance to score. Trossard has a chance to score, and they can't do it. And uh, they should they should have been winning this game at halftime at least two 0 and they just can't they can't finish. They they create such good chances and can't put them away. And this is the story. This is six games in. They're in sixteenth place. I think they've won one game, and they've pl- they've outplayed the team that they've um, the team that they're playing probably at least four of the six times. But they you know they'll lose to Manchester United, or they'll you know they'll they'll get a draw with West Brom, and and it's it's frustrating to watch because I f- I feel like the goals are coming. I feel like they'll get it together at some point, but I don't think Neil Mope. Um, should be playing up top for this team. I don't. I don't know what they have in, in reserves, but I just. I don't feel like he's anywhere near good enough, or any not, not good enough, but anywhere near what they need up front. Because they. Because once the ball gets to him, the move's over. He he, either smashes it or miscontrols it, and then you know tries to to win it back and ends up committing a foul. And that's that's kind of what Neil Neil Mope is, and it's it's frustrating for me because I I like the way Brighton play. Um, but they just they can't they can't finish they can't you know put the ball in the back of the net and that's the name of the game. Um, so West Brom get a point here, uh, and that's their second of the season I believe. Um, but they stink. They're West Brom stink. They're not very good. Um, Brighton are much much better team. It's frustrating to watch Brighton you know not win this game, especially with how well they played the first half. They played really well. They should have been a couple goals up. Uh, West Brom probably win the second half. Probably were the better team in the second half, and um, it, yeah, Brighton just drive me crazy. I can't, I can't deal with them. I, I've got to be like, over eight or something on on betting on Brighton just because I expect them to do better than they do, and uh, they struggle. Um, so I had, I had money on Brighton to win, and I, I had, uh, I had unit on uh, on the over three, and. Um, you know, that didn't happen, so uh, lost a couple units there. Last game was Burnley and Spurs. This was a pretty impressive win from Tottenham, I thought. Um, it's uh, Burnley's not a very fun place to go, uh, especially at night, and uh, with the way they play, they're very physical. Um, it, they, I, I think this is a pretty impressive win. I know Burnley have been struggling to, to score goals, but... Um, Beating Burnley, Sean Dyche is a really good manager. I think, I think this the team's going a little stale. They're very bland. They're, you know, they're eleven guys on uh, out there that I feel like are completely interchangeable. Um, and I think it's it's time for a refresh for Burnley. Uh, they they could go down this season the way they're playing. Wouldn't surprise me all that much. Um, but so this is a good win from Spurs. Uh, Son has eight goals already this season through six games. It's wild. He had only had four um, in a game earlier this season, but that's wild. Um, but what's even crazier is that Harry Kane now has eight assists on the season. Eight assists on the season in six games. And with the way the, with the way those two are playing, they could beat anybody. Um, 
if if they are able to hold on against West Ham, I think we're talking about Tottenham as being a an actual you know a genuine title contender. Um, but that's that's what Tottenham do. They they tend to you know throw points away when they don't need to, and uh, from from really good positions. And uh, I th- I think this is this is a little bit of a turning the corner um, kind of win for them to to be able to um, play well and then get the winner late um, uh, you know on the road against a team like Burnley who who de- who do defend well. Um, I think it's an impressive win from Spurs, um, and uh, I think we'll see some more of that this weekend. Um, Spurs better team had more possession sixty two percent possession. Um, had less shots on goal than Burnley did, but they they created the better chances. Burnley had one chance in the f- second. I think it was the second half. Harry Kane, um, you know, heads it off the line. He's been the player of the season for me. Harry Kane. Um, he's kind of adopting a new role. He's kind of playing like a like not not quite a, a Firmino type role, but he's in that same position. He doesn't press like Firmino does. Doesn't defend like Firmino does. But Harry Kane has been kind of withdrawn a little bit. He's not the you know, the focal point of the attack anymore. He kind of sits in that number 10, like a false nine position. And he's been great. He's been fantastic. He's, I think this is something we'll see from them going forward because it's working so well. And we know with, with Son and Bale and Lamella and Lucas Mora and Bergwijn, they've got so many attacking wingers that Kane can just sit in that, you know, sit in the hole and um, not have to worry about running off, running off center backs and, and he obviously, with eight assists in the first six games, he's got he's more than capable of passing the ball. Um, so I I I think I think Harry Kane's been the player of the season. Son is probably right behind him. Um, if they can put some put a run of wins together, um, I like them uh, as of right now. I like them to be in the top four. I think I think they're they're too good going forward, not to not to finish in the top four as of right now, but. You know, obviously, we're six games into the season. That could that could change drastically, and it wouldn't surprise me if it did because that's uh, that's the league this season. Um, so that's what we're looking at um, this past weekend. Uh, Everton's still on top. I believe Fulham are on the bottom. Fulham Fulham twentieth. Um, we're still kind of settling into the table. Uh, I think after about ten games, we'll have a we'll have a better idea of. What's going on in this league? Um, City and United are down in 14th and 15th, I think, and but they've played one less game, and you know, three points from from uh, from those games shoots them right up the table. Um, so we'll see how they do with their games in hand. Um, but yeah, I think about after about 10 um, after about 10 games, we'll have a better idea of what this table is going to look like, and and I think we'll I think it'll be pretty fluid throughout the year. I think. Once, uh, once we kind of settle into a ta- in, into uh, you know into a routine here, there still will be some shuffling. There still will be some some fluidity to it. Uh, I I think with Van Dyke hurt and City aren't nearly the the machine that they have been. I think we'll see once again. I think we'll see around eighty five points win the league, and I think I think there are four or five teams that could get there. So um, you know, we'll see how it goes for the rest of the season, but. Uh, I want to get into this weekend's matchups. So we've got Wolves and Crystal Palace. Um, we've got Wolves and Crystal Palace today at one o'clock. 
I'm excited for this one. Um, shouldn't be too high scoring, but this is, um, you know, we're getting back. We're, we got league games again. This is great. I, I love the Champions League, but um, the I, I think the the Premier League is the is uh, is the better competition in my opinion. But uh, we've got Wolves and Crystal Palace here at one o'clock. One o'clock for me. Um, I I I like Wolves to win this game. They've been grinding out results, and I think they're just good enough defensively to to keep out Crystal Palace. I think the three at the back for Wolves will will cause problems. Um, one thing I've I've noticed is that Adama Traore has not been starting for Wolves, and I don't know if that is a a product of an injury or if it's a product of uh, you know a a tactical what if they want to bring on that that pace and power that he's got. Um, off the bench, you know, with 30 minutes to go to run at a tired defense, maybe that's what it is. But um, I'm going to take Wolves here to to win this game at plus 111. So, uh, you know, getting plus money on on the home team that I think is a better team. Um, I'm going to take that. I think a 1-0 win to Wolves, uh, I, th- I think that's probably the most likely scenario. The over-under is two. Um, and I don't, I don't want to mess with that because I, I do think this will be a low-scoring game. Um, and then I think three goals in this game would surprise me. So I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, but with the way this, with the, with the way the season's going, this could, this could end up being like a four three, but, uh, but earlier in the season that we've kind of, we've kind of, uh, um, slowed down with the goal scoring. It was a lot of one nils, one ones, um, that kind of thing this weekend, two nil, two one, nil, nil. Yeah, there wasn't more than three goals in any game last seat, last uh, last week. So uh, maybe the when we've we've stopped with the with the crazy amount of goals scoring and we're settling more into what uh, usually happens. But I th- I think a one nil Wolves win is uh, most likely scenario. So I'm gonna put I'm gonna put money on Wolves. Uh, probably this that's probably my only bet uh, on this game. Uh, I'm not gonna touch that that over under is uh, is too funky for me to, to for me to mess with. Um, next game is tomorrow morning, bright and early, 5.30. Is the time changed? Love it. Um, does the time change? Maybe it doesn't. It's 5.30 for me. Yeah, it must. It, I think with daylight savings time, I think we, I think we just changed. Uh, so 5.30, I got I an hour of sleep here. Um, Sheffield United and Manchester City. This is, Sheffield United have been bad. They've been, they don't create chances, um, but they defend well. Um, playing at home, they're getting a goal and a half. And I think I like that. I think I like Sheffield United getting a goal and a half. I know City played well in midweek. I expect City to win the game. Um, God, that's 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 a really good line at plus one and a half for Sheffield United. I, I do expect City to score goals. Uh, I'm going to take the under. The under is three and a half. I'm going to take the under in this game. Um, I don't want to put money on City to win. It's just there's no value there. But... Um, I'm take the under three and a half, and uh, I think I I think I'll take I think I'll take I think I'll end up taking Sheffield United plus one and a half at minus one oh three, um, but that's subject to change. We'll see what the lineups look like. Um, Burnley and Chelsea, uh, I love I love when these two teams play because we get to see the highlight of Cesc Fabregas, you know, putting it on a plate for Andre uh, uh, for Sherla. Um, is that his name, Andre Sherla? I think it was. Um, that was one of the best passes I've ever seen in the league. Um, but Burnley and Chelsea, um, Chelsea is a pretty, pretty big favorite here. 
Um, this isn't. Uh, I I expect this game to go just like Tottenham did um, uh, this past week. I think Burnley will will play will play will defend well. Um, I'll take the under three in this game, and I'll take Chelsea to win at minus one ninety three because I do I do think Chelsea win this game one nil two one. Um, that kind of, you know, two nail that I think, I think that's what the, what the game will look like. Um, Liverpool and West Ham, this might be the game. Uh, no, we've got Manchester United and Arsenal, uh, but Liverpool and West Ham with, with how, with how well West Ham have been playing. Um, this is, this is going to be a very intriguing, um, matchup, uh, especially hopefully Mikel Antonio is able to play. Um, but Liverpool have struggled. The, I think they've been more conscious uh, more conscientious of um, defending because Virgil van Dijk isn't there. I do expect Liverpool to win the game. Um, there's not many games that I watch Liverpool play and, and think they can't win, um, but it'll be tight. I don't I don't think if, – if Mikel Antonio doesn't play, I don't think West Ham score. Um, and if they do, I think, I think they'll probably end up getting at least one. Um, so we'll see what that – we'll see what that looks like. I'll probably take – I'll probably take the over, uh, three and a half. No, do I want to take the over? I don't think I want to take the over. I think I'm going to take. I'm 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 looking at the under three and a half minus one hundred one, and I think Liverpool to win minus two fifty seven. Not a whole lot of value there, but I do expect them to win. We'll see if if Antonio plays. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll do something different. Um, Aston Villa and Southampton is on first match of Sunday. That's at five o'clock for me. Um, Aston Villa struggled um, in the second half against Leeds. Southampton looked great. It's tough not to take them. It's to, I'm going to take, I'm going to take Southampton. They're getting, it's plus 181. Uh, I'm going to take the under, min- the under three and minus 101, um, you know, obviously depending on the lineups, but I think Southampton win this game. I think Southampton are the better team as of right now. Um, but we'll see what the lineups look like. I'll take, I think Danny Ings, Innings is going to score in this game, but I will take the under, the under three minus one hundred one. Uh, next game is Newcastle and Everton. I think Everton they've got to get back. They've got to get back on uh, on you know winning ways here. They're plus eleven, plus one eleven to win this game. I'm probably going to take that. I'm probably going to take the under three at minus one twenty. Um, I I think the league is starting to get back into a more defensive league. We haven't we haven't seen the crazy amount of goals that we did. Um, I think Everton do, are the better team. They're much better team. They do win this. They should win this game. So I'll probably end up taking Everton to win the game. Uh, game of the weekend is Arsenal and Manchester United at Old Trafford. Um, Arsenal are a plus two fifty uh, to win right now. I like that value. I think that's a good bet. Um, and I'm going to take the under again. I think this is going to be another KG game. Uh, minus 111, under three, minus 111. So I'll probably take that too. Um, but Arsenal winning the game, plus 250. I, th- I think they could do what to, what United, to United, what Leicester just did to them. I think we could see Arsenal sit back and break with, with uh, you know, Pepe and Aubameyang. And, and uh, I like Denny Ceballos a lot. Uh, we could see, I, th- I think we could see another, you know, one nil smash and grab for Arsenal here. Um, we'll see what the lineups look like, but I do like. I think at plus two fifty, I think Arsenal, I think Arsenal are the bet. Uh, Tottenham and Brighton. I'm done betting on Brighton. Uh, I'm going to take Tottenham here. I'm going to take they're they're a minus one. I'm going to take that. I think Tottenham win this game. You know, three nil, three one. So I'm going to take the over. 
minus 121. The over's three, so I'm going to take that. I'm just done with Brighton. I can't well, until they show me that they're, you know, a capable team. They're capable of scoring a, you know, an actual goal, not just, you know, not an own goal. I'm going to, I'm going to bet against them from now on. Cause I, 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 I trust them to play well, but I don't trust them to score. And that's, that is the, you know, that's, that's where we're at with Brighton right now. So I'm going to, I'm going to take Tottenham uh, minus one and take the over. So I think, I think Tottenham could hit that by themselves, the over three. Um, with how Son and Kate are playing right now, I, I think they could easily score four against Brighton. Uh, November 2nd, Monday, November 2nd, we've got uh, Battle of the Bottom is Fulham and West Brom. Um, who knows what's going to happen in this game? I think the draw has got to be the most likely, a nil-nil draw, a one-one draw. I'm going to take the under two-and-a-half minus 120, and I'm going to take a draw at plus 215. I think draw is the most likely scenario. I, don't, I, I think these two teams are going to be playing not to lose. And that is their number one goal right now is not to lose. Uh, Scotty Parker, um, his his team have been have been really struggling, and and West Brom aren't anywhere near um, what Slavin Bilic wants wants them to be. So I'm going to take. A, I think I think both teams would take a nil nil draw right now and 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 uh, and walk away. So I'm going to take the under two and a half. I'm going to take the draw plus two fifteen. Uh, last game of. The weekend is Leeds and Leicester. Uh, these two teams, you know, based on the markets, are dead even. Uh, Leicester plus 160 to win. Leeds plus one, 167 to win. Um, I'm going to take the under. Um, I'm going to take the under three at minus 119. And I think I this... Leicester aren't going to completely sit back um, against Leeds because I, I feel... I, I think Leicester are the better team just they're just barely the better team more talent on their team um it's probably another draw it's probably another draw it's probably another low scoring nil no one one draw and um you know a hard fought late chances at the end but i think at plus 220 i think that's pretty good value on a draw lester and leeds i think these two teams are playing about equally as well and I'm going to take the under. They've been, you know, both these teams have been pretty good defensively lately. So I'm probably going to take the under. The under three at minus 119. I think it's a good bet. Um, so those are our games for this weekend. Uh, we're we're about to get we're about to get started here. We've got three and a half hours until Wolves and Crystal Palace kick off, uh, which will be a good one. I'm excited about that. Um, what else? Anything else? Anything else? Oh, there's a couple. Uh, Fabinho got hurt um, in the Champions League this week. I, I don't think he's going to end up playing. I don't know what Liverpool are going to do at center back um, with Van Dyke and Fabinho out, and Matip is hurt. So I don't know if uh, they they brought in Reese Williams uh, to play in the Champions League this week. So I don't, if he gets a, if he gets a you know a full Premier League debut, it could be interesting for West Ham. Um, anything else? Anything else? I don't think so. Um, yeah, I think that should do it. Um, I'll be back on Monday after the games. Now that I got these, um, after all the games are done, that Monday last game's at 1 p.m., so I'll probably record during that in the Leeds-Lester game. Because um, now I got these new toys. Now I want to Now I want to be recording. I got the, you know, the new... Um, microphone and soundboard and all this. So I'm excited about it. I'm it's I'm looking forward to using it more often this year. Um, 
But yeah, I think that's it for today. We'll uh, we'll see how the games go. Uh, follow me on Twitter. It's the Damn American Podcast uh, uh, on Twitter. I'll you know, put I put my picks out. You know, once the lineups come out, um, my, you know my hundred percent. You know those that's what I'm going with. Once those lineup comes out, I I put that pick out. Those are my picks. So uh, follow me on that. Uh, I'll be watching the games. Uh, hopefully you will be too. Um, but. Yeah, other than that, I appreciate you guys listening. Follow me on Twitter, and uh, I'll see you guys next time.